Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A pastor is arrested in front of his children, thrown in jail. We have the emotional video of a hero who led an underground worship service. Also, David Clausen from FRC, and Jeff Kinley has a book called Aftershock. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A pastor has been arrested for hosting an underground church worship service. After his church was seized, he continued to meet in other places. This is not happening in China, this is right here in North America, in our neighbors to the north, Alberta, Canada. Christiannews.net reports, in Canada last week, Pastor St Tim Stevens was arrested on new charges after Fairview Baptist Church gathered for an underground worship service. They did it two weeks in a row. Since their original church was effectively seized by Alberta Health Services last Saturday, Alberta authorities were forced to drop other charges against this pastor, Pastor Tim, the hero of the story, after discovering that Alberta Health Services had never properly served Pastor Tim with the court order he was accused of having violated. Of course, it's good that you know what you're being ordered before you're arrested for not knowing about it, but that effectively ended the initial case against Pastor Tim, but now there's a new case. He's got a different legal battle. Over the weekend, there was an ever-growing crowd gathered at the undisclosed location, the underground church, to share the word of God, to sing songs of praise, to worship God as they do every Sunday. And actually to hear Pastor Tim preach the gospel for which he's now been arrested. As worship progressed, a police helicopter found the church. Let's now roll some of the video of Pastor Tim literally being arrested by the Alberta police. Okay, yeah. and then you got that gathering <laughs> on June the 6th. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you're under arrest for. For breaking that. For disobeying that order. This is, this is incredible, it's incredible. You know, they can, they, can, they can have their gathering in the Sky Palace, and yet a pastor who gathers for church outside is being arrested. Yeah. You know, because, because the rules certainly don't apply to everyone equally, and they're not enforced to everyone equally. Like why is it only, why is it pastors that keep getting arrested for this? And, and, if, and if you have parents who, who go to church or you understand that, that our Lord Jesus Christ actually commands us to gather and to meet. And he also and, told us wherever two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst of us. So we don't need a huge gathering. Well, if you want to talk but, about that but passage we, we, in Matthew we, no, 18. We're not talking about that. We're, right now, we're just doing our job. And you know right? what, you guys, honestly, the sooner that we go, the sooner you get back to your family. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. He's already with us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but he has to go. So there you see the initial video 
Uh, and you see his children are starting to cry, very emotional. Let's now roll the next part where he's uh, being placed, uh, the car is about to drive away. Sharp, nothing basically at all in your pockets, nothing we need to worry about. My daddy. Bye, guys. Okay. We're gonna move, okay? Not too close. Not too close. Okay, guys, step back, please. Bye, Dad. I love you very much. Okay? Bye. 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 So that's the news. Our thanks to uh, ChristianNews.net for linking us to that blogger's video. And thank God, sir. Pastor Tim, we discern on you the spirit of God, the spirit of freedom, the spirit of liberty, and you are obeying God even if you're disobeying men. God commands us to continue assembling. Here's what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10. We are not to forsake the assembling together of ourselves as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. He's referring to the day of the Lord, the end times, we're gonna talk today with, uh, with Jeff Kinley, who's written a book about the end times, prophetic ministry. This now, pastors being arrested for worshiping Jesus on Sunday in their church is a sign of the end times. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for religious liberty for Pastor Tim, that the gospel of Jesus Christ will be proclaimed through his example. God bless his wife. God bless his little children, especially the girls that were crying as they see their daddy hauled away in the paddy wagon for worshiping Jesus Christ and preaching the gospel. God, end this persecution by Premier Jason Kinney in Alberta. We pray against that demon in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, David Clausen from Family Research Council, Biblical Worldview. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, 
and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets. I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. For example, you get my six-piece towel says regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or MyPillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Joined now by David Clausen, who is now the director of the Center for Biblical Worldview at the Family Research Council. Welcome, David, to the program. How are you, sir? Thanks for having me, Dr. Chaps. So our, your boss, Tony Perkins with, with FRC, has been on our show many times, dear friend of, of religious freedom. FRC this summer is standing up a new Center for Biblical Worldview. What, what, is, what does the center yeah, do? That's right. So Family Research Council has cared about a biblical worldview since our founding in 1983. Uh, we care about issues of life, marriage, sexuality, religious freedom. But we're really trying to intentionally invest in pastors and churches. So this summer we launched what we're calling the Center for Biblical Worldview, uh, which exists uh, to come alongside pastors, churches, and Christian parents uh, building up a biblical worldview. Uh, George Barna, uh, the well-known researcher, recently joined the team. And his research shows that only 6% of Americans have what you could call a biblical worldview. However, 51% of Americans think they have a biblical worldview. So it's a big difference between perception and reality. And so what we want to do is come alongside our friends and our neighbors and teach them, here's what the Bible says about these issues. So the issues that you mentioned, the four in particular, are summarized in these new booklets that you're publishing. Pro-life, religious liberty, political engagement, and human sexuality. What does the Bible say about each of these four? And you have little booklets that pastors can use right. for small groups, for men's groups, for, for leading Bible studies. Talk, for example, about biblical principles of political engagement. Yeah, that's right. So this is our series, our biblical worldview series. It's available at our uh, website uh, for free. The PDFs are completely free at frc.org worldview. And we believe you know, the Bible speaks to a host of issues. Um, now, now, the Bible doesn't speak to every issue that we deal with in the public square, but it does speak to a lot of the really big important ones. Uh, what is the nature of marriage, uh, the personhood of the unborn, uh, human sexuality? Uh, there is a clear uh, chapter and verse. You could say there's a thus saith the Lord on a host of issues. And so what we want to do, I think, especially come election time, uh, sometimes Christians get a little nervous on, well, how, how far is too far when it comes to engaging with the issues? 
Well, you know, the Bible actually has a clear word on life, on religious freedom, on family. And so what I try to do in this and these set of booklets is just to walk through what does Scripture say and what has the church historically thought about it. One example I'll give you is the life issue. I think a lot of people think, oh, you Christians have only cared about the life issue since 1973. Well, that's actually not true. Not only does the Bible clearly uh, speak to the person of the unborn, but the church, whether it's Roman Catholic, Orthodox, or every branch of Protestantism, has spoken to the person of the unborn for 2,000 years. And so I just try in these booklets to walk through the issue so pastors and just faithful Christian laypersons uh, can be fortified and realize that we're standing on the backs of generations of Christians who have gone before us and thought biblically about all of these issues. So there's this, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here, right? There, there's, there's a demonic uh, uh, argument out there that if there's a separation of church and state in the Constitution, then Christians should not be allowed to engage in politics. Pastors should never preach about moral issues, for example, or they should be silenced. Uh, Christians should be discouraged from voting or participating. You certainly can't run for office, and if you are elected to office, you certainly cannot legislate your biblical morality. Uh, what do you say to that? I'll say that law is pedagogical. Law teaches us a, a form of morality. And, and you know, when it comes just to politics and, and government, you know, Christians shouldn't be afraid. To, Romans 13 tells us that God, the government is ordained by God. It, government is a good thing. However, Abraham Kuyper, a theologian of the last century, talked about sphere sovereignty, how there's the sphere of the government, there's the sphere of the church. And there is some overlap. You know, some of the issues that we talk about, social conservative issues, like the issue of life, of, the, the, of family, human sexuality, those aren't primary, uh, primarily political issues. They're actually primary biblical issues, uh, moral issues, theological issues. And that's why for 2,000 years, the church with one voice has spoken to all of these issues. And I think it would just be um, an aberration in history if this generation of pastors uh, decided, oh, we don't want to be too political and speak to these issues, when for generations pastors have clearly spoken on all of these first-tier issues where there's a clear, thus saith the Lord. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I like to use this analogy, if the church is in one sphere and the government is in another sphere, they're both under God. Yeah. Because God is the Lord of every government. And, and it says in Romans 13 that God has established governments to provide discipline to the citizens. But in the, in the American form of government, the citizens as voters are sovereign over the elected officials. We are the sovereign and God is sovereign over the people. So as long as you have people voting and Christians voting and Christians running for office, then those leaders can sort of help form the legislation. Well, I agree with you, Dr. Chapson. When, think about it theologically. When you and I vote, what are we doing? We are exercising a stewardship that God has given us. And then like all things that God's given us, we're called to be good stewards of it. And when we vote, uh, using the language of Romans 13, we're essentially delegating that sword-wielding authority uh, that's been given and entrusted to the government. And so we want to be uh, uh, voting for and electing people who will stand for the values uh, that we hold. And as Christians, those should be people who reflect our worldview. And, and our biblical worldview. In fact, that's uh, the whole text uh, uh, this, uh, of the booklets, and you can get these booklets as free PDFs when you visit frc.org slash worldview. Again, the website, frc.org slash worldview to support and learn from the Center for Biblical Worldview. You want to get these booklets into the hands of your pastor so that the pastor can distribute them or, or appoint 
a men's group leader, a small group leader, a women's group, prayer group, right? Uh, to learn and implement what the Bible says about important issues. Uh, David, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, appreciate this. And, you know, it, it, we think that every Christian needs to be thinking through the lens of Scripture. Recent polls show that 81% of those who attend evangelical churches think they have a biblical worldview. 81% when the same survey showed that actually only 21% actually do. So major difference between perception and reality. And what we want to do with the Center for Biblical Worldview at FRC is just come alongside pastors, churches, and parents and give them the resources to make sure that the next generation is being discipled to see all of reality through the lens of the Bible. Free resources to develop your church. Our guest has been David Clausen, frc.org slash worldview. We'll be right back. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now, not just a book, but a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource. Or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God, and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17-part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial. And finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. 
Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by my new friend and actually a returning guest, Jeff Kinley, who has written several books, including Aftershocks, Christians Entering a New Era of Global Crisis. Welcome, Jeff Kinley, to the program. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Chaps. Thanks for having me back. So the thing I love about your books, they have sort of a prophetic eschatology edge. Uh, it's about the end times. Right. Yeah, my mission is to help Christians discern the times, help them know where we are in Bible prophecy. Of course, a third of the Bible was prophetic when it was written. So we want to make sure Christians know where we are, what's going on in the world, and how we navigate these difficult times we're in right now. Um, you know, I think about the Old Testament books of, of Daniel uh, and Ezekiel. They, they had these visions of the apocalypse, the end of the world. Of course, the book of Revelation is by John the Revelator. And now you've written a book, Aftershocks. What is your, your interpretation? I know you're not creating a new story, but it's right. based on the Bible. Yeah, it absolutely is. And basically looking at the world that we've, uh, we've been in the past year and the seismic shifts has been going on all through the world, Scripture really does speak to these things. It speaks to future events that are going to happen. And what we're going through right now, I believe, chaps, are these sort of foreshocks, if you will, to things that are going to happen in the end times. One of those is a, the sense of globalism. Uh, right on the heels of the COVID crisis, we had world leaders calling for a one world government. In fact, the World Economic Forum, along with Gordon Brown, Tony Blair, uh, former Secretary General of the UN, uh, Prince Charles, all saying we need one world government to deal with the crises that we've been through. Of course, that's exactly the narrative that we see in Scripture. So our modern leaders, uh, elected by their own citizens, right, they're now saying, oh, no, we don't want democracy. We want a one world government led by the Antichrist is what yeah. I'm hearing. Well, that's exactly right. The world is being groomed for this man of sin the Bible talks about. What's interesting to me is that the only thing standing in the way of that right now seems to be nationalism, seems to be a sense of patriotic spirit for your own country. That's got to go. And we've all got to lose our borders. We've got to adopt a socialist uh, uh, mentality from an economic standpoint. Uh, they want to uh, bring equality, as they say, to the masses by causing some to lose their income, to give it to others. So it, it is a global scheme that they're after. That's a good point because people who are uh, totalitarian, they want big government, maybe even the Antichrist, to control our lives in, in eventually. Mm -hmm. And the only thing stopping that is local control by locally elected yeah. leaders. And that's why the American government, mm -hmm. uh, not just God bless America, we're the greatest country, but, right. but state government and mm -hmm. county government and city government and self-government and, mm -hmm. and, and maybe the father and mother governing their own family. And, right. and there's a principle of subsidiarity here where he mm -hmm. who governs closest to the people is best, yeah. but instead people want a distant dictator. That, that's not going to work. Yeah, well, it comes from the promises of you get something in return, though. You get peace. You get safety. If you'll just do what your government's telling you to do, all will be well. We'll take care of you. That's the promise that they're giving. Of course, that's the exact same thing we read about in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 when the Antichrist does say it'll be peace, it'll be safety for you. Uh, two different levels. Uh, one you just addressed from a political level is the promises made from the government on down to the people. Uh, the second is a spiritual level in which uh, the world, again, is being groomed for this Antichrist and people are being under, really under a delusion to think that if I just trust my government, all will be well. And of course, we're seeing that happen in the United States right now. And, and, and <clears throat> the current news events uh, against 
Christian liberty, for example, mm -hmm. religious freedom, it's already out the window in places like Canada. Right. Because they promised safety from COVID, that's right. they sent police into the churches to arrest pastors and haul them no. off to jail. No. I mean, that's how no. we trade safety yeah. for for uh, uh, our freedom. And, yep. and in the long run, maybe we should resist the Antichrist a little more than we do. Well, certainly the spirit of Antichrist is worth resisting right now. And it's, it, as you mentioned, it's a subtle grab. I mean, each, each little incremental grab, uh, it's like these little handcuffs we used to put our fingers in when we were small. The, the deeper you go, the harder it gets to get out of it. So I'm just gonna read some of the table of contents here from Aftershocks. Christians entering a new era of global crisis. Uh, Caesar and God, technology and Satan's Superman, Israel and the rise of anti-Semitism, signs of the times, and the coming super crisis. Yes, absolutely. And, and one of the things that's going to happen is there has to be a crisis to be the precedent of the government taking control. Of course, this is exactly what we've seen happen. This is sort of like a trial run, if you will. Uh, we have crisis, uh, then we have a sense of calm that comes after it because government comes in and says, well, if you'll just wear a mask for two weeks, if you'll just quarantine yourself, everything will be okay. Uh, but that, that calm certain, uh, soon turns to control. And that control is what we've been experiencing. And I believe that, that the more we have crises, the more governments are gonna take that as an opportunity uh, to seize our freedoms and to do exactly what the Bible says is gonna happen, which is prepare the way for the one man of sin who ultimately will not just require you to wear a mask, he's gonna require worship from him uh, for himself. Well, I'm not gonna worship the, the government or their their dictator whenever he comes or, or any form of uh, I guess anti-Christian human, I'm gonna worship Jesus Christ. That's right. And he is the liberator. He gives yeah. me freedom yeah. to obey the commands of God. And, and I'd rather obey God yeah. than some man who's gonna command me to sin, the man yeah. of sin. Uh, where can we, people get your book, Aftershocks? You can buy it anywhere books are sold, Amazon, or you can go to my website, jeffkinley.com. Would you help us, and I happen to know your uh, uh, THM mm -hmm. and, and you're a Dallas grad at right. Dallas Theological Seminary. Mm -hmm. Would you lead us in a word of prayer? Absolutely. Father, thank you so much that in a world of chaos and a world of crisis, we can have hope and we can have help from you. You are a very present help in time of trouble. Help us, Lord, to be Daniels. Help us to be Esthers. Help us to be like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, like Peter and John and all others who stood against the tide of evil in our day. And help us do it for only for the sake of the glory of the name of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our guest has been Jeff Kinley. Dot com if you want to find his website, jeffkinley.com. Please pick up a copy of his book, Aftershocks, and several other titles there. I'm Dr. Chaps, and we're out of time for today, but I want to encourage you to visit our website. On our bookstore, we have several of our products you can, uh, available for a suggested donation. For example, for $45, we have a Donald Trump coin and three other products. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Chaps, I have two exciting announcements. For those of you who found us maybe one day a week, did you know we're on five days a week with in-depth analysis and Christian news reporting and we pray the news. Where else are you gonna see that? Here's the exciting news. We're now on Apple TV. We're on five days a week on this exciting new streaming platform, Apple TV. Maybe you've already found us on Roku or Amazon Fire, but Apple TV, look for PIJN News in the spirituality category. And here's my other breaking news. Did you know we're also on podcast? 
well, what's a podcast? Well, you can listen to us five days a week on audio, maybe when you're working out at the gym or driving in your car. You can watch the video on your smartphone. Visit iTunes and look for PIJN News. We're also on 10 on-demand platforms. Visit PrayInJesusName.org to find them all. And did I mention it's absolutely free? Other people charge a fee, but ours is free. Subscribe today to PIJN News. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.